Welcome to That Sucks, everybody. Presented by Handshake Media. We are your hosts, Troy Napperbarn. And Dan Cribb. And we are once again recording from self-isolation. May I just add, don't be handshaking with anybody now. Keep those handshakes to a solid 0%. I think we should petition the podcast network to change its name to Handbrake Media, like I've been saying for years. <sighs> Bad jokes. All right. Hey, what's going on, been, Dan? How's, how's isolation treating you? Uh, you can, as you can tell, not very well from the intro to this podcast. What's uh, the topic for today, Dan? We're just talking about dumb, stupid idiots amid all this coronavirus stuff. You know, we sort of touched on um, celebrities making fools of themselves and doing silly things on social media last week. This week... We've expanded uh, you know, it. We, we, we've expanded it. And I've got to say, look, doing some research for this episode has really made me question humanity. Really? What's that's not oh, good. terrible. That sucks. A lot of idiots, as uh, the audience will soon find out. That sucks. So, uh, as we said, we're both staying in, in isolation, right? You you've been pretty good. You're not leaving the house too much. I bought some ice cream last night. Oh, you did? Did you go to the shops? I went to Seven Eleven. Oh shit! How was it busy? The, yes, actually, it was very busy. But I mean, the thing is, we you look through the regulations and shit. It's not like we can't go outside. Um, I mean, we shouldn't be. We got to stay in as much as possible. We all still, it's still within our rights to go to the shops and get food, like essential items, like ice cream and chocolate. You know, essential. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my partner said she went shopping today and uh, dropped like a block of chocolate down the back of the self serve checkout machine, and just like went, had to go fishing for it because she really wanted that hot hazelnut chocolate. Essential items, Dan. It's essential. You know, I've been pretty good. I go out and uh, get a coffee like maybe once a day because you still... I'm once still, an hour. Yeah, I'm still trying to be supporting businesses and I, I can that's do that. That's the hard thing. Yeah, that's that's like the balance that you got to strike, right? Because, I mean, you buy a lot of your coffees from McDonald's, a, like a little small business called McDonald's, so it probably doesn't apply to you as much, but... Helping I, my local mum and pop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I go to a lot of uh, coffee shops and cafes and shit and I, and I like them and they're nice people, so I don't want them to go out of business. So I try and do my part to... Um, you know, to support that. Well, you see, you and I, we're trying to practice social distancing, self-isolation as much as possible. Um, I do feel guilty about going out and buying ice cream because that was not a, really an essential item. But there's people who are just flat out not only ignoring self-isolation and so uh, you know social distancing, but they're going so far as to go the opposite way. Yeah. So, there's a video um, went up last week after, you know, we were told that, you know, don't have parties, don't have gatherings at your house and things like that. There was a group of these guys who just decided to get drunk together at someone's house. And they, they played a video of um, the Victoria Premier saying, like, you know, you can't go to pubs. Uh, <laughs> the pub's shut, but it, it doesn't mean you can have all your mates around and have some beers. So yep. they filmed themselves watching that and then going, fuck that and just drinking beers together. <coughs> and that's just like flat out, like, come on, what are you doing? Yeah, like you don't need to be an asshole about it. Have you noticed? So that that um, that specific incident. What was the age range of, the, of those people? Were they younger, oh, older, around twenties, I'd say. Yeah, that seems to be pretty common. It's like the Gen Zs more than it is the millennials and the Gen Xs and the boomers and stuff. Some, I mean, I guess it depends, but I think it was like kind of dangerous in some ways at the start of this whole thing, where the general sentiment was that you're really in danger if you're a boomer. And if you're a, mm. uh, or maybe like, you know, 50 plus, 60 plus, and then you see that so many people, I think the, the largest infected age range is uh, people age 20 to 29. Have you seen that? Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, you- infected, but I guess the symptoms for those people are presumably a lot lower than those who are 60 plus. Well, in theory, like, uh, particularly in Australia, I don't think there's been any, I, I, I want to say like the youngest person that died was still in their 60s or maybe late 50s, but I could be wrong on that. But, um, 
that is it's good news, but that has given power to the to younger people to be a bit more um, flippant. Fl- yeah, flippant is the word I was looking for about about I this mean, isolation. There's being flippant, and then there's just being flat out like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, have you seen the um, the TikTok challenge? Uh, which one's that? So that's where uh, it's like a craze across. It's it's primarily across TikTok, the video sharing platform. Yep. Where um, users kind of urge each other to lick things from, like you, you know that I did hear about that. Yeah. Seat, yep, I heard and um, other people licking items at grocery stores. That's just flat out why. Like, what is the point of that? Yep. And um, is that is that a worldwide thing, or is that happening more specifically in America or Europe or anywhere? Do you know? Uh, the cases that I've seen, I'll kind of outlay them in a in a bit, sort of largely in America. But given how global social media and that is, you've got to assume that it's going to start reaching its way over here, or people will do that here, yeah, if not already. So check this out, right? This is this this is one case. This is like a an influencer uh, who decided to lick a toilet seat and then has since come out saying uh, he's reportedly been diagnosed with coronavirus. Oh Jesus! All right, let's see what happens. Watch the video. All right, I'll let me know how you thing. feel. Oh, oh, don't do that. Oh, oh. it's this kid walking into a public bathroom, lifting up the seat and licking the bowl of the toilet. Like, I don't mean, like, do that anyway. What? What? Yeah. What? In any like, I don't understand. Put that on your resume. Yeah. Who's that? Um, who's that TikTok user? Just so you know, Lars. Lars with a Z. Don't be like Lars. I mean, don't be like Lars. There was the woman who started the whole thing, Ava Louise. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the one who licked the. It looked like a toilet seat on a plane, and people were going. I think she sort of kicked the whole thing off, and then she went on Doctor Phil, <clears throat> and was just pretty much echoing that sentiment you were saying of, "I'm young, it's not affecting us." She accused him of being uh, of Doctor Phil being in the Illuminati, oh, yeah. um, and just cool. saying all this crazy stuff. And she was saying we were all down at spring break, and we were making out with each other and going crazy and drinking and partying, and none of us got sick. So it's all a, you know, that doesn't worry us. And it's like, that's not the point. Yeah, dickheads. So so Lars has the virus, right? He's got the Rona. Well, he's... Uh, but not necessarily so from licking the toilet. Supposedly, he posted a picture. Who, who knows? Like, as far as we know, that he could be hospitalized for something else or it might not be I connected to the, the I've been tested. Seat. Yeah, I've been tested positive for coronavirus. Yeah, so, I mean, so who knows if uh, if he's if he's licking toilet seats? Who knows what else he gets up to? So, it, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, at the at the end of the day, just don't lick toilet seats. Don't um, don't go out of your way to change your behavior just to like shove it in anyone's face. So check this out. So this is part of that same challenge. Watch this. So this uh, while Troy is going to watch this, the video. Um, actually, you watch it, and then I'll ex- I'll explain what you've just watched. All right. Just uh, get that one there loading, will you, please? I can do that. Complete moron. Sicko films himself licking supermarket products during coronavirus lockdown as Piers Morgan calls for him to be jailed. All right. <laughs> Damn, this is just an ad for Australian pork. <laughs> you got me. It's a 30-second ad that I can't skip for Australian pork. What sort of... You, should screen these videos before you send them to me. <laughs> Goddamn asshole. When you start with pork mince, who knows where you'll end up. Put some pork on your fork. I'm leaving that in. Put pork on your fork. This is somebody in America <laughs> All right. who went to a supermarket knowing that the coronavirus is attacking every part of the United States, and he did this and posted it. I'm scared of coronavirus. Don't touch your mouth. Oh. You know, what I'd like to happen to him 
I'd like him found, and I'm sure they'll get him. I'd like him put in prison immediately. Uh, and then I would like him deprived of any health care, should he then get the virus, having tried to deliberately give it, potentially, to lots of other people. That might concentrate the minds of these morons, and it might concentrate the minds of the morons we have here. Jeez. And I'll tell you what, what your thoughts Dan, on that. Well, you know it's serious when notorious piece of human garbage Piers Morgan is the voice of reason? <laughs> um, so that guy, that happened a couple of weeks ago, I think on the 11th of March. Do you want to know what happened to him? Yeah, tell me. He, he was, they found out who he was. Yep. They arrested him yep. and they charged him with a terrorist threat. Really? Yep. And that was in America. Oh, wow. Oh, at okay. a Walmart in America. That's, so um, I th that's surprising. So the video, like, uh, it's, he's looking at what it looks to be like, um, shampoo and stuff, of like soap. shampoos and soaps and things like that. Yep. Do you say that was what the 11th of March is when that happened? Yeah, and then they, they've since found him and charged him and things like that. Do you know, that's kind of surprising to me because like we talked last week, I think, about when we when we sort of found out about this, for at least for ourselves and how like, when it became serious. And that was about the time it started to feel like legit serious. And so I kind of, mm. th not that I don't blame him, like that was like ridiculously horrifying that someone decided to do that. But to be classified as a terrorist act, like terrorism and America are very, very serious things to be charged with. And mm. uh, yeah, you don't want to know what sort of punishment's going to be handed down for that. I guess when, when you, you know, the, the reality is he doesn't know if he has it or not. He's, he's licked, what, like 20 products and it's say if who knows how many people get those and if he is by chance <coughs> infected, there's a good, there's a good chance that that'll pass on and keep being passed on and yeah. that will kill people. So absolutely. And look, I don't want to sound too much like I'm defending that piece of shit, but like terrorism, if that's what they're classing it as, and particularly for it happening in early March when like you pretty much had the president of the United States not taking it seriously, like no yeah. one, no wonder. Well, that's the, uh, say, the funny thing about that is when I was doing research for um, like earlier today, uh, if you type in any combination of coronavirus with either stupid, idiot, or fail, you'll find articles about pretty much 90% relating to Trump. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it doesn't really need to be said. Like, you can watch countless 10, 15 second videos of you know, what he was saying from the like middle of January through February until now. And, like, again, as of time of recording, they're projecting like what a hundred thousand deaths. Like a hundred thousand deaths would be good in the U.S. In the U.S. would be good. More realistically, they're thinking like sort of like a a best case scenario given yeah, the best, track they're on. Yeah, exactly. Best case scenario is like a hundred thousand deaths. I think it's forty something worldwide at the moment, but they're realistically looking at like minimum of of two hundred forty thousand deaths. And realistically, realistically, you know, it's it's in the millions or at least a million. Those numbers have been floated around for a few weeks. But again, like going back three weeks when this guy's making that video, that was uh, like certainly not coming out of the mouth of the most powerful person in that country. So no fucking wonder you're going to go do a bunch of dumb shit. You know what I mean? Well, there's a lot of, um, like you said, there's a lot to be said for sending examples. And that's why we kind of spoke about the celebrity aspect and influencers last week saying silly and dumb things and not really contributing much of note. But then... This week uh, in Australia, there was reports of our curve flattening, um, which I think is also kind of dangerous reporting yeah. given that our testing parameters haven't been set up to accurately reflect that curve. So by saying that, people are going might start easing up and it's why, you know, you get dickheads at 1am going to buy ice cream at their local 7-Eleven. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I mean, excluding that specific dickhead going to buy ice cream at the local 7-Eleven, particularly in WA, we've been pretty lucky. I think there was nine cases yesterday. There's looks like there's maybe 29 or something today. So it's not like it's it's... It wasn't a case of like, oh, there's nine yesterday, there's going to be like eight today and there's going to be six tomorrow sort of thing. I certainly noticed driving around. It's still so quiet on the streets. Uh, there's not that many cars around. There's not people walking around. It does seem like even with the good news trickling through, people are still taking it seriously. I think that particularly here, in, and this is look only going from what I've seen happen over on the East Coast, but it sort of seems like we're still generally treating this as seriously as it needs to be treated. And that's, a, again, that's a good sign, I think. Hopefully that continues. But then, but- like, what do you, you know, when you see people, like, at Bondi Beach and then even our local beaches in um, WA being, like, kind of flooded with people and the Premier's threatening to, like, shut down beaches and... Yeah. And, I mean, and, that's um, not a threat like, anymore. My, though, my local park, there's, like, uh, and most parks around the country with, that have play equipment have been kind of, you know, taped off. And I saw as recently as yesterday, there was people who decided that they still wanted to go and play on the equipment and weren't sort of taking all that kind of seriously. So. Well, I guess, like, I'm, I'm still trying to cling to the positives. I feel like it's the thing that I've said to people the last two weeks, but it's all bad all the time. So if you get, like, one little piece of news of, like, oh, you know what, um... We're flattening the curve. Let's not take that too seriously because it doesn't necessarily mean anything, but like, let's just take it as being like a little bit like a tiny, tiny win. Um, that's that's how I'm thinking of it. And yeah, just disregard the, well, let's say 10% of clueless pieces of shit. Like the ice cream man. Like the ice cream um, man. Well, actually, in, um, you know, you mentioned it's great to see something nice every now and then. So um, Spain is in a full-on lockdown. Um, you know, don't leave your house in case you need to. So don't go buy ice cream because you are hungry at 1am. But, um, so there's some guy, this, this person got in trouble, but the local police in Spain tweeted out this video of this dude or female, uh, not too sure who was under the suit getting in trouble for breaking their, their isolation. It's a picture of, uh, actually I'll wait for you to react and then I'll explain what it is. Oh, and the dinosaur suit. Yeah, is this is this person in a dinosaur suit running around the <laughs> dinosaur suit running around the streets of Spain while they're in a full-on lockdown yep. and the police just chasing them? I thought I saw someone with a gun out, but no, that was not. Did the gun. dinosaur have a gun? Did the T Rex <laughs> have a gun? So, and you said this is like full-on lockdown Spain. Yeah, yeah. So you know, only the, and for us, where I, I would say we're very lucky in that, like you mentioned before, there is more policing now of self-isolation and uh, and quarantine and social distancing which i think is great but we're not living in a you know a country where it's the military are needing to step in and do suburban patrols and things like that i mean we're lucky to to not be in that situation yet like i'm looking at this post that's from the 17th of march and i'm pretty sure spain reported yesterday the most amount of deaths in a single day uh, I, I think i'm speculating on numbers but maybe say like 950 people or something um and that's of that's as of the end of march so, you know, when it gets to that point where we're having like such huge amount of deaths, if that's what occurs in the future, then unfortunately that's when we're going to have to be rolling out like military to stop people from doing this stuff. Cause I'm not like, I'm not a government fan, but unfortunately that's what it takes when it's as serious as this. This is like, this is not something to laugh at. I, and you know what? I do, do you feel guilty sometimes laughing at this stuff? Cause it's working. You know, someone dressing up in a t- uh, T-Rex in, outfit. What do you mean? In in terms of, of like, like, laughing at what? Like the viral nature of a video like this, where someone's dressed up as a T-Rex and it gets shared around. There's 160,000 likes on this video on, on Twitter, um, 64,000 retweets. And it's like, you know... 
No, I mean, with that, no, I don't feel bad because that is, I would assume, genuinely providing some joy to those people in lockdown. And given that the official um, Spain police shared that as well, like, kind of says a lot, I think. That yeah, I suppose you're right. It wasn't as serious as some idiot, like, going into a supermarket and deciding to lick, you know, lick all the shelves for... I think that there's a difference between being entertaining um, for the sake of, like, for the greater good and then being entertaining for um, very kind of self-serving purposes, which is what the TikTok challenge is. It's people who are just primarily trying to capitalize and get fame, very fleeting fame, um, yeah. off stupidity as opposed to, like... You know, let's let's have a laugh, and everyone can kind of get in on this and enjoy yeah. it. No, you're right. Like, and if I think about those the three videos that you sent, so the guy licking the toilet seat, the guy licking the groceries, and then someone in a, a T Rex suit. Well, like, you know, number one, if you're gonna lick a toilet seat for for the likes, then at the end of the day, you're only gonna hurt yourself. It is malicious to go lick groceries. So those are the the two differences. And it's well, very- was, I think there's also like, and again, this this goes back to America. Maybe it's speaking to the differences between somewhere like you know, America and somewhere like Spain. But again, um, this was described as a prank. And this happened um, like last week. There was a woman in Philadelphia um, and a lot of news sites have described this as a, in quote, a, you know, quotation marks, a prank. She went in and coughed on the fresh produce aisle um, at like a, right. at a supermarket. And they had to throw away $35,000 worth Ugh. of food because this person went through and coughed on everything and claim to have coronavirus. So that's, you know, a pr- that isn't a prank. I would say that running around in a T-Rex outfit on the streets, on the abandoned streets, is a prank. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you're right. Like, you're not hurting anyone, really. It's, uh, I mean, not that the suit offers protection, but if there's literally nothing else on the street except you, we're still allowed here to go out and walk around to get exercise once a day. I think the same is in the UK. I mean, if that's allowed, then you in a T-Rex outfit's really not that much different to that. So, yeah, it's not, again, it's not hurting anyone else. So that is a prank. I think that's, yeah, that's a good distinction to make. Um, get your T-Rex outfit, get your gun and go wandering the streets. <laughs> yeah, how's that for uh, just Americans being Americans? Like, guns are, like, still one of the main things that they're buying. You know, like it's, well, um, wasn't the NRA or I could be wrong? Somebody trying to sue the um, I thought you were about to say sue the virus. Yeah, America. Uh, D- Donald Donald Trump's next step uh, towards flattening their curve is to sue the pants off the virus. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Actually, I wonder if the because um, you know in Australia we're housing a lot of um, homeless um, people and people who are needing to quarantine after trips in hotels. Yeah, do you reckon that Trump's going to step up and offer up Trump hotels as uh, <laughs> venues for these? For these individuals in America? Yeah, but he'd... I mean, it wouldn't be free. He'd still charge the government to pay for them. It'd come out of taxpayer dollars, you know? Yeah. But speaking of it's, Trump, I mean, he's uh, he's been such a massive problem in all this. You know, we're not like... We don't really talk about politics very much. Well, in the world? Uh, well, yeah, in the world, but like... You know, it's so scary, the numbers in America the last the last week, how it's grown. And as I said, like there's, well, I, th- I think at this point we're at like, well, they're at about maybe 200,000 cases. If he just kind of took it seriously and didn't spread misinformation at the start, likely they wouldn't ha- be in the situation they're in right now. And obviously that has on-flowing effects uh, for the rest of the world because travel is such a huge cause of, of the virus uh, being spread as it was. Speaking of people being ridiculous and unfortunately listening to someone that doesn't really have an idea, are you familiar with the couple in Arizona that drank the fish chemicals? Uh, yes, I did hear about that. Trump sort of, uh, I'll get the name of the this drug incorrect, chloroc- I'm going to say chloro- chloroquine. Queen, 
he was saying that that is a, a potential you know cure for the for the virus and it works for malaria or something like that so that that's one of the methods that the American government are looking into and oh, and treated it kind of like a miracle drug and it comes from some very uns, unsubstantiated research from China from months ago that I think it was 13 out of the 15 people that tried this treatment survived whereas 14 out of 15 people that didn't do the treatment also survived so you can so sort there's of te- no evidence that's yeah. worth your time exactly but you know uh, trump spread this information on twitter i saw the posts as they came out and it was obviously very misleading and uh and incorrect um a couple in philadelphia apparently in the i believe their uh, 60s uh, the wife went to the cabinet to just to get something out of it and notices at the back oh this uh this cleaning product for my fish tanks has this particular chemical in it so well that's going to save my life so let's use that we'll have a tablespoon of that with some soda and we'll combat the virus and these people who didn't have the virus in the first place so it was pointless so they take this chemical with their soda an hour later they go to hospital um the husband dies because of poisoning <laughs> and the wife ends up in critical condition. So that's kind of people being like stupid and jumping the gun, but unfortunately also getting horrifying information from people in power. So at yeah. what point, what do you kind of, who's the dickhead? I mean, everybody's everybody's wrong, but coming from the top, someone who should be, should know better, who obviously does not, how much blame do you really put on that uh, on, on that couple at the end of the day for just doing the wrong thing? Very sad. I think it's happened across the world as well in a lot of other countries. Um, I think there's a couple in Nigeria as well that it happened to. And um, yeah, it's just, again, it's just, it's misinformation that is, um, that is, that's causing death, causing more death than needs to be caused. Mm. You know, I would like to end things on a bit of a, a more positive note, like we sort of did last week where we touched on some um, celebrities to follow on, on the socials to kind of provide you with you know, accurate and fun information. Um, but before we kind of maybe dive into some stuff we've enjoyed this past week and people should check out, I really like this story. So this 21-year-old was on spring break mm-hmm. when the coronavirus outbreak kind of really hit a few weeks ago and his dad, like, urged him to come home to Texas and was saying, like, you know, please come back home while this is kind of happening. And his son said no and then he came home a couple of weeks later and his dad just wouldn't let him inside the house. <laughs> he was like, no, like... I think um, his, his son, so he made him like go stay in a hotel or something, but he just told him like leave because um, his elderly grandparents were at the house. Uh, they live there. Um, and I think he, him and his friend needed to use the bathroom and his dad, <laughs> his dad was like, no, just get the hell out of here. So, you know, I guess that kind of illustrates how important it is. Like you might have to do things you don't like or, you know, sacrifice a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's sort of worth it. And yep. that guy's got his head screwed on straight. It would have been very easy for him to let his son back in, but... His son had been at spring break partying and drinking with, you know, who knows how many people and <laughs> yeah. comes home, grandparents are there. Um, so, yeah, that's what, you know, kick your kids out. Um, I will actually, let's let's just get on to the positive stuff. That's when uh, my wife, Sarah, sent me a, a little message a while ago. Um, she's a teacher. She works at a school and uh, they threw her a baby shower today, which was very lovely. Um, and the, the photo she sent, which I'm going to put on my... Instagram, maybe. Maybe I won't, actually. I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> she sent a photo, and there, there's all these teachers kind of in this big room, and the chairs are in a circle but separated by two meters, and there's this table in the middle with the food and the, the presents on it. Yeah, and that's that's just kind of like really nice. Oh. Very wholesome. Very wholesome, I think. Yeah, I like it. Hey, We're trying we s- to be having a kid, right? Yeah, that's exciting. Why have you been sending me photos on Skype this whole time, by the way? Have I? Oh, I tried to take some snaps to like 
share later. But oh, like, okay. it wasn't it was it wasn't working. But now I now I see that it's been sending directly to you. <laughs> yeah, it looks like shit. How, how many did you get? Oh, like probably like eight. Yeah, I, I, I was like, why aren't they appearing? And it was because they were sending directly to you. Fucking idiot. Um. So what if what if hey hey so what if what's been uh you know keeping your spirits up this past week there fine fine well, ma'am. Let's uh, quickly just preface this. We want to start a new segment on this podcast because it kind of feels like a bad time to just be all about negativity. So we'll just leave you with some a little bit of positivity. And uh, yeah, so we're all trying to kill the time somehow. I'm just watching heaps of YouTube when I've got the ability. So if you want to go watch something... Sorry, like everyone, that's like... Yeah, like everyone else, using up the bandwidth. Firstly, Dan, like, you need to watch Tiger King. Oh, like. no, 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 I get it, all right? My dad, yesterday my dad <laughs> called me, told me to watch it. The guys in my band are watching it. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'll, I'll watch it tonight. All right, let me has, alone. Has Jacko watched it yet? No, uh, my my best mate Jacko and I we watch a lot of TV series together, and we we made a pact that we'd watch it together. But I think um, instead we might just you know you get that Netflix plugin where you can uh, in your browser you can stream something at the same time. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know you could do that. So yeah, so I might just do that because this Tiger King thing's getting out of hand. Well, you got to do it soon because like if you don't do it by like the next few days everyone's going to be over it. I, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I mean, for the listeners, it, it, that, that video you shared, I, I have no context around it, but you've performed a song from the show. Is that on your Instagram or somewhere public people can see uh, I that? I think it's on Instagram, yeah. You can check out Troy's Instagram. Is you it can... uh, what's, what's your handle? Troy Nabobon, nice and easy. With uh, 17 A's, 3 B's and <laughs> 1 N. Yeah, something like that. But I did a cover of I Saw a Tiger, so you can go check that out. Full versions on Facebook, but don't have me. I'll on watch Facebook. it tonight, all right? I will. I will. But yeah, I will. just just do it. You like Dan? You will love it so much. But, you like okay, it well, is completely. If there was more of a series that appeals to Dan Crib, I don't know what it is. What? That's nuts. I'm serious. Like, I'm, I don't want to spoil anything. Just watch. Even <sighs> just watch the first episode, and you'll understand right. what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, actually, uh, uh, the drummer from my uh, Brennan, he he plays drums for my band. Uh, actually, okay. Also. My band is called The Isolated, and this whole time I have not been utilizing that in any form of promo or socialing or just wasted merch. Could be I could be making a killing on merch right now, and of course donating it all to Support we're, Act we're like as eight, I would if I we're like eighteen episodes in. All right, fucking yeah. got to got to pump your socies. Brennan said, "Still don't know what the fuck I'm watching." Yeah, and I think he's a few episodes in. So yeah, you'll uh, love okay, it. Okay, but anyway, that every everybody's watched it because yeah. that's what it seems like when I go on Facebook. What? Should people check out if they've already watched that? What, what What's your hot tip? You, you, you mentioned something about a guy eating old yeah, army rations or just something. Just check out. I, I, I don't even. Uh, Steve nineteen eighty nine, I think, is his name. But he just he finds all these old military rations and just eats them. And you know, the first one that <laughs> I watched, I, he just it's what he does. I don't know why, but the first one I watched was a military rations kit from like I think it was. 1957 and he opens up all and he was get the whole time he's like super calm like he's just really excited that he's found this box of military rations and he's going through and there's like a tin of pineapple that's completely been rusted through um but he's got like a tin of bread he he, he eats it all eats it like whatever's like still available to eat he tries it so he's like he's eating the peanut butter the like 60 year old peanut butter he's eating the um the bread which is like, oh, this is dry, this is terrible. I watched one. <laughs> Dan, just get a load of this. I watched this episode. This guy, he finds a military rations kit from, uh, I think it was like 1900. And it's like, it's this beef stuff. It's like this dried beef and he opens the tin up. It's really hard. 
and he like takes a bite of this disgusting dried beef and he's like, oh, oh, this is awful. Why am I doing this? I'm going to take a bigger bite. <laughs> and he said, yeah, that, that'll fix it. <laughs> he's like, on the tin, he's like, it says, you know, I'm supposed to boil this for an hour. We'll just try that out. So he boils it for an hour. He says, oh, oh, this is, this is horrible. The, the smell if you could only understand what the smell was like, it's just, it's just awful. We'll try some of it. And he tries a tiny bite and he goes, oh, this is, this is rancid. This is awful. I imagine Look, everything would be like that though. Like everything, every single thing he tried. You know what? He's probably going to find a cure for COVID-19. Yeah, maybe it's that. in those military rations. But that's a good way of wasting a bit of time. Um, I liked that. What about you? Well, what? that story. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I stumbled across um, Duncanville, which is the latest series from Amy Poehler, like an animated series oh, yeah, on that's Fox. Cool. Yep. Um, and she does a couple of the voices. I watched the first episode, wasn't that sold, but it picks up. So if you can get your hands on that somehow, get that, go get some ice cream, and then watch the whole thing. Beautiful. Where does one find that? I can't legally say. Oh, shit. Ta. Well, that's good somewhere. to know. Thank, like, hot tip, everybody. If you want to go to jail, then follow Dan Cribb's advice and go watch that TV show. Exactly. All right. Well, I think Anything that's a pod. Anything else you'd like to add? Are we done? I think that's a pod, man. So, um, yeah, that was fun. I think that is indeed this week's episode. Um, before we sign off and do all the various housekeeping stuff at the end of the episode, um, <laughs> there's an awesome streaming live music festival called Delivered Live that's happening this weekend. A bunch of awesome guests uh, performing live, such as Alex Leahy, Bob Evans, Ali Bardo, Henry Waggins, some comedians and all that. Um, that's happening this Saturday night. Um, it's free to watch uh, via the Delivered Live website, but you can grab tickets through Oztix, which will kind of help uh, the industry go to like, you know, all the workers within it who are kind of struggling. So check that out. I'm actually really excited to see how that plays out. So if you want more information on that, just head to deliveredlive.com.au. Happening uh, this Saturday, April 4th from 5 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Cool. And I'll be so, playing the pre-pre-pre-show on my Instagram page. So you can just check that out at Troy Navabon. Hashtag unofficial. Check it out, though. Um, and again, like we mentioned this last week, you know, there's lots of things you can be doing to support your local community and scene. You can donate, donate to Support Act. Um, if you want to support your local bands, stream, visit their websites, buy their merch, and, you know, just do what you can when you can. Yeah, boy. Cool bananas, mate. Well, uh, that was fun. Thanks so much. This has been another episode of That Sucks presented by Handshake Media. Peace. But please don't shake hands. Bye. 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 Bye